Hi, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. Um, and today is kind of a fun episode. We're going to talk about risk versus reward. And the reason I want to talk about it is because everywhere I turn this week, people have been talking about risk versus reward. It came up on um, a podcast I was listening to. It came up in conversation with a friend who's going through a, a big decision-making time. And so I, I thought about it and I was like, well, this keeps showing up. So I think I need to dive in a little bit and do some reflection on this and see where it holds a place in my life right now and do a podcast on it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about risk versus reward in the sense of your mindset and using this process to help you make decisions to live a more authentic life. So follow along today. I'm so excited to hear. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real, authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life in business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. All right, so when we're talking about risk versus reward, when I started doing a little bit of research into this, if you just Google risk versus reward, most of the top 10 things are all financial um, applications, because obviously when it comes to investing, risk versus reward is a very, there's a formula for it, it's, you know, investing $1,000? Are you going to make $10,000? Are you going to lose it all? So that's a very detailed part of the financial world, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about risk versus reward when it comes to decision-making and when it comes to those fork-in-the-road moments in your life where you can play it safe or you can go bigger and search and reach for that bigger thing that you've been feeling like you're missing. And those are the kinds of things that we're going to talk about here today. So risk, I mean, obviously the definition of risk is being exposed to danger. And everyone sees risk in a different way. Some people see it as um, something that fuels something inside of them. They like to take risks. They're, they're um, adrenaline junkies or, or they just like to go against the grain and see what happens. Um, but really there's a lot of different types of danger. You know, there's physical danger, the risk of, I went skydiving one time, the risk of physical danger, as opposed to the reward that you get from the adrenaline and everything. There's risk in obviously a financial sense that we spoke about, but there's emotional risk too. It's opening up your heart or opening up to another person, a relationship, um, there's mental risk of am I am I putting my mental health in danger by engaging in this activity or with this certain person or things like that. So there's all different kinds of risk. And what it comes down to in this conversation is your risk being what could be lost when it comes to this decision that we're talking about. So in the decision making process, you sit there and you evaluate what could be lost. What am I putting into this that I might not get back? And that's the risk that we're talking about. And when we talk about reward, obviously, you you know, when people think of a reward, they're like, oh, there's a lost dog. There's a $500 reward for bringing it back. 
And a reward is just something that's given in recognition of, of an effort, a service, an achievement. You get a reward for doing a good job, things like that. And when you pin your risk against your reward, that's what we're going to use in our decision-making process that we talk about today. So again, it's come up a lot this week in my life with podcasts. And uh, I have a friend that's going through a job offer and they're talking about the details of the pay structure. And it's kind of unusual how it's structured. And yet there's a possibility for so much more reward, but there's a little bit of a risk in the stability. And so if you think about it, so many of our decisions come down to this is, uh, am I willing to risk the stability for the possibility of a much bigger reward? Or am I not? I mean, for example, I went, I think it was like 15, 16 years ago, I went skydiving for the first time. And of course, I was, you know, very young and, you know, I didn't have any kids or any, anything like that where I had to weigh the risks of me not being there for someone else. But to me, it was completely worth it for the reward of the rush and the adrenaline and everything that I got out of it. I landed and was like, holy moly, that was freaking awesome. So for me, my risks were, you know, the same as anybody else choosing to jump out of a plane at, you know, at my place in life. But the reward for me was so huge. Whereas my fiance, Amanda, she went skydiving and she said it was boring. And we constantly, we, this comes up all the time. I'm like, yeah, but you think skydiving's boring. So what do you know about this? And um, it's just funny to see the difference in reward for different people. So for her, she's not going to go spend another $200 to jump out of a plane to get the high that wasn't there for her. Whereas for me, it would be worth it if I was craving that. So the difference in the reward is different for different for other people, for everybody. It's different for everybody. And really what it comes down to is these are two mindsets. And if you are in the personal growth field that you, you're kind of like a self-help junkie like I am, I'm sure you've heard the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I mean, a fixed mindset is things are the way they are and we can do our best within those parameters. And a growth mindset is how do we create things to be better so that we can grow more? It's not putting these limitations on yourself. So going through describing a risk mindset versus a reward mindset, they're kind of similar to a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So when we're talking about a risk mindset, I mean, let's think about the qualities of a risk mindset. You're, you're focusing, it's a lot of people that have a risk mindset, they focus on the numbers, the statistics, the probability of something going right or wrong in their way. Um, a risk mindset tends to be a little more conservative in what they're willing to open up to, conservative in their sense of new experiences, things like that, because they're so focused on the risk that they're putting in. They tend to be protective of what they already have. So someone with a risk mindset may look at an upcoming opportunity, and if the risk is losing something that they've already worked hard to get, the reward may not be big enough to risk that because they already worked so hard to get to one place. So oftentimes people with a risk mindset, they see taking a risk as a negative or it'll, they'll only take a risk when the reward is so large or heavily guaranteed that it's almost no longer a risk, at which point it's kind of just a decision that's a yes or no. 
And so when we think about a risk mindset person, often if anyone understands the Enneagram, your types and things like that, it's something I'm really diving into right now. But um, our risk mindset people, you know, think of an Enneagram type five. They're the observer. They have a fear-based mindset or a scarcity mindset of a, if I lose this, I may not get it back. If I do this and I fail and I don't get the reward, it's almost a little more detrimental. The positives of having a risk mindset is that they probably fail less. They they don't do things wrong as much, which in my mind is actually a little bit of a negative because I truly believe that failure is an opportunity for growth. And um, so that's obviously a little bit more of a conversation we can have down the line or maybe its own podcast. We'll see. But another positive of having a risk mindset is that you're Things are dependable and secure and safe. So you've worked really, really hard to get to where you're at. You have, you know, the home that you want and the job that you want. And while you may never end up promoting within that job, it's safe because you know your bills are paid, you have your retirement, and that's it. And you don't have to worry about anything else. But some of the negatives of having a risk mindset are that, yes, maybe you have this perfectly safe, dependable life, but are you going to end up regretting things that you didn't do instead of the things that you did. And so many people with a risk mindset get into their older age or their retirement and and they're sitting there wishing, wishing I had done more, wishing I had taken that vacation, wishing I had gone for that promotion, wishing I had, you know, stepped out of my comfort zone a little bit instead of being afraid of the what if. So um, some of the negatives of a risk mindset are, you know, ending up with regrets. And you also create your own limitations. You're developing a mindset where the risk is bigger than any reward. And again, that can provide security, but it can also leave you feeling the what if or the why didn't I or wishing you had done more. And that's something that I greatly try and avoid in my life. I want to, you know, be in my 80s and 90s and go, damn, that was really, I, I lived a life that I loved. And yeah, maybe I failed, but as long as I fail up, I'm okay. So with that in mind, let's jump to the other side, which is a reward mindset. Um, this is the one that we're kind of aligning with a growth mindset. And that's someone who looks at the possibilities of the outcome before the risk, and then they work backwards. So oftentimes um, people with a risk mindset, they'll sit there and look at a problem and they go, okay, well, here are all the things that can go wrong. And we have to find seven steps before we can get to the end. If you've switched to the other side of that, a reward mindset is someone that goes, oh my gosh, if if this works out well, I will be able to buy a house and then work backwards from there. Okay, well, in order to buy a house, I would have to have this much in the bank. Well, doing this may get me there. In order to have this much in the bank, I'd have to save this much. I'd have to increase my earnings by this much every month. And then they work backwards and backwards and backwards until they get to the decision that they're facing in that moment. And when you do that, when you can jump forward and picture all of the possibilities as a reality and work backwards, you are more likely to take that leap and take that risk. And just to put out here, we're not we're not talking about stupid risks. We're not talking about gambling your entire life savings to win the lottery. We're talking about calculated risks. Um, so yeah, working backwards from a goal is a different mindset because you already have this vision of what your reality will look like if the reward is better than the risk. And it's another another 
trait of someone who has a reward mindset is someone who fails upward. And if you've never heard this term or, or people talk about it, failing up means, ev- listen, everyone's going to fail. Everyone fails at some point. You only fail when you stop trying. You really only fail when you stop trying. So for me, I have had many, 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 many failures in my life. I have two failed marriages. I have, I mean, failures at, I didn't finish any sort of formal education after high school. A lot of other people consider those failures. I don't. I don't think I I failed in the sense that I should be ashamed of my decision making or the process I went through. Because for me, every time I fail, every time I fall down, when I get myself back up, I stand up a little bit straighter, a little bit taller, because I know that now I have survived this. It didn't break me down. It didn't kill me. I'm still here. So now I'm going to take all of the things I learned from that quote unquote failure and put them on the list of things I've learned and use that growing list, ever growing list of things I've learned to do better the next time, to make a better decision the next time to take the a better step forward or whatever it may be. And reward mindset people aren't people who never fail, like I said. They just don't view it as a negative or as a reason to stop. So with that in mind, some of the positives of being a reward mindset person is there's more potential for growth. Um, you, can, you can kind of visualize a bigger future. You can visualize yourself having more, doing more, having a bigger impact Um, on what you do for other people, for yourself, for the world, the environment, whatever it is that fuels you, whatever impact you have that fuels you to do more and do better, um, a reward mindset can thrive off of that. And I feel like you'll also, there's a lot more personal fulfillment in knowing that you went for something bigger than you already had or bigger than yourself that can really make the biggest difference between feeling stuck and feeling like you have a path and you're going somewhere. Now, again, I mean, it's not that reward mindset is just blindly wonderful and there's no negatives. Obviously, going for that bigger reward and taking the risk more often than someone with a risk mindset, you're going to fail more often. And that's okay. But keep in mind, To me, that's not a negative if you turn your failures into, you know, education and if you turn your failures into an opportunity, if you have a different mindset around failure in general, then these aren't bad things. This reward mindset, like the idea of failing a little bit more is just kind of a reality and it provides you with more opportunity. And sometimes you can have a little less stability, a little, be a little less, life can be a little less predictable when you have a reward mindset because you are constantly seeing that there is a next level. There is a next step I can take. Now, that doesn't mean I'm sitting here saying, hey, go put all your money into something and don't save enough to pay your bills. Obviously, a level of responsibility with this reward mindset is needed. You have to have balance in your life. So please keep in mind, when I say these things, I don't mean to just risk it all and sell everything you own and travel the world. Some people can do that, and I think it's amazing. But that's not what I'm talking about here. So now when we when we have an understanding of the difference between a risk mindset and a reward mindset, what do we do with the outcome? So 
What happens when we risk it all and the reward isn't worth it? If you're in a risk mindset, this can be really, really detrimental because not only did you take the leap, go out of your comfort zone to choose that risk, but then the reward did not come through. And that can happen. What you need to do in that moment is sit down. I mean, if my kids come up to me at this point and say something along that lines, you know, my first thing is, but did you die? Are you alive? Did you survive? Yes, of course. Now, is that a fun question to be asked when you are a risk mindset person and you have just gone through the failure of not getting the reward? No, that's an awful thing to hear. But what you can do is say, is that okay? Am I okay? Write down all the things you still have. You still have your home. You still have your job. You still, whatever it may be, write down all the things that you have and realize that it's okay. If it's, some, if it's money you lost, there's always money to be made. If it's time you lost, then you can choose to learn from this and invest your time wisely in different things in the future. And if you did, say, it, say the outcome is, is that you did get the reward, was it worth it? If the answer is yes, then awesome. The risk no longer feels risky. It only feels risky when you don't know the outcome. When the outcome is a positive, then you're like, oh, no, I knew all that. I knew the whole time that that was going to work. <laughs> but if the reward wasn't worth it, if you sit there and say, OK, I did this risk, I got the reward and it turned out not to be worth it. What lesson can you learn from that experience? What can lesson can you learn? And if you if you have the ability to sit and evaluate and look at that and think, man, I never would have had the understanding of this situation had I not gone through whatever it was. That in itself is actually a positive. That in itself is a reward if you learn something about yourself in the process of doing that. Or sitting there going, okay, it wasn't worth it. How can I do it different in the future? How can, how can I still take a risk that might project my life farther upwards, but do it differently? And giving ourselves the time and ability to sit and evaluate is something that is not talked about a lot, I don't think. There's a lot of, oh, you fail, get up, move on to the next one. Where in my opinion, when you fail, you need to sit and take a breath, take a moment and, and look back on what happened. Give yourself the time to evaluate. I mean, think about in, in sports. If a football team has a game that they lost, what do they do? They watch game tapes. They say, oh, I should have ran a different route when I saw this formation in the defense. They evaluate their own performance. And we as humans need to do that every step of the way. Because when it comes to everything, whether it's work or whatever, even if it's an external source that's giving you this reward, it's still you doing the work. If it's a, if it's a work thing, if it's a job requirement that you're risking and the reward came out negatively, your emotions are still tied to that. You're not displaced from feeling those things. So it's important when we do fail or if the reward from the risk that we took is not worth it, it's important that we pause, give ourselves some time, run our own playback, evaluate what we did, see where we failed, see where we can do better, and then give yourself a little bit of grace. You're not always going to make the right decision. You're not always going to have this perfect life. It's not always going to go your way. And that's okay. As long as we learn from every experience and choose to do better the next time, then you've done something right for yourself. So I just, 
I want to put out there why this is so important. And to me, understanding your mindset helps you make better decisions. It's not just a, oh, why did you choose A over B? You need to have a true understanding of yourself, of your emotions that are tied to these things. And if you are going along making decision after decision, maybe not getting the rewards you're thinking of or not having the outcome you're thinking of, maybe you should stop making decisions for a minute. Maybe it's time for you to sit down and really, really deep dive into your why. Whatever it may be, whether it's parenting, whether it's work-related, whether it's your mental health, do some research on yourself. What is your why? And ask yourself why over and over and over and over again until you get to the root of the problem. Why did I fail? Well, I didn't foresee these three things that I could have done had I done a little more research. Why didn't you do more research? Well, I didn't have time because I had rushed my goal date. Well, why did you set that date? Well, because I felt like it, I would fail if I took too long. Well, why did you feel that way? Go down and down and down the rabbit hole until you get to the base of your why. And then sit with that for a minute. If you have big goals bigger than where you currently are, your mindset is the thing that's going to get you there. And chances are the thing that's really going to get you there is having a rewards mindset. Because oftentimes people with a risk mindset, when they do risk and they don't get the reward, their body decides that risk is now bigger than it was before. And that risk becomes scarier and scarier and scarier. So many people, when they fail once or twice, choose to never feel that way again. They choose to say, oh, well, the reward is never going to be worth the risk because these two examples showed me that it wasn't. So now I'm going to live in my safe, risk-free zone. And I'm just going to do the things that I do to live the life that I live currently. Chances are if that is your, and again, many people can live this way and be perfectly, perfectly happy because they're happy in their stability. They're happy in in, you know, the lack of risk. And that's fine. But chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, that's not where your head's at. Risk mindset is like, it's like bubble wrap. You can bubble wrap everything. Me personally, I like to take the bubble wrap out of my packages, pop it all and have a big dance party with it. So <laughs> um, another thing to think about is how can understanding your mindset when it comes to risk versus reward help you live a more authentic life. Why is it important? It's because any information that helps us know ourselves a little bit better helps us live more authentically. Because like we talked about in numerous episodes, the goal of this podcast, the goal of my life, and others, if you're listening probably, is to live the most authentic life you can live. One of the biggest ways to achieve that is to know who you are and to take the time to invest in yourself and learn who you are, teach yourself who you are. But keep in mind, evaluating our mindset, our risk versus reward mindset, gives us a unique opportunity to make a conscious change to better serve our most authentic selves. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're sitting down and you observe that you are a very risk mindset person, yet you have these lofty goals that you want to achieve, and maybe you're feeling stuck in between those two things, Maybe the work that you need to do is to understand how to fail and understand that it's okay to fail upwards and that sometimes 
You just have to take the risk, even if you don't get the reward. If you can fail upwards, if the reward doesn't come and you can turn that risk into an opportunity for personal growth, personal healing, personal understanding, all of these things are steps towards living a more authentic life. Even if it's a baby step, tiny little baby steps, you combine those and you get bigger and bigger steps. All of a sudden you're Bigfoot and it's great. So I have a challenge for our listeners. I want you to take some time this week to evaluate a current problem, decision, a previous one that that had been made and, and think about yourself. Sit down, ask yourself, am I a risk mindset person or a reward mindset person? Try and answer that question for yourself. And if you're if you find that you are more of a risk mindset person, I want you to make a list of all the possibilities that can happen from this problem or dilemma that we're talking about. And I had done this in a previous episode um, where you then narrow down, you write down one, two, and three on the list of possibilities. Threes are things that are never actually gonna happen. The chances of them happen are very rare. Twos are things that could happen but aren't likely. Ones are things that are definitely gonna happen. So take your list of all the possibilities, number them by one, two, and three, cross off the threes, cross off the twos. Take the ones that are probably gonna happen. And then think to yourself, is it riskier to stay exactly where you are or to potentially have to deal with these possible results? Which one's riskier? Which one's going to matter more in five years? Which one's going to project you to the life you want in five years? Is it a bigger risk to lose out on the opportunity for growth than it is to stay exactly where you are? And then if you're in a reward mindset, if you evaluate yourself and you're in a reward mindset, that's great. I encourage you to do a little extra research, though, into your decision. Oftentimes, people with reward mindset, we can see the reward, we can see the end goal, we can see the big, audacious, scary dream, and we don't do as much research as we possibly could into how we get there. So I encourage you, as a reward mindset person, to do a little extra research into your decision. Um, And I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I just want you to be more informed. And I want you to make two lists. I want you to make one list that says what to do if you fail. What if you risk it and you don't get your reward? Make a list of how to handle it, what you're going to learn from it, hopefully, or the next step if that happens. And if you and then I want you to make a second list that says how to make the most out of your reward, because we're not just trying to get there. We're trying to get there and embrace it and do everything the best we can with the reward from that situation. So as a reward mindset person, I want you to have those two lists. I want you to do a little bit of extra research. I want you to understand yourself a bit more and give yourself an opportunity to grow in the beforehand, grow in the detail-oriented decision-making section so that knowing that you're ready to take that risk, let's, let's stack the deck in our favor by educating yourself a little bit more on the decision. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just really appreciate you guys listening to me on this. It's definitely popped up a lot in my life, the life of some of my close friends lately. And it just kind of was weighing heavy on me to have a conversation about the risk versus the reward, because I'm, I'm a big reward mindset person. I'm a big growth mindset person, but I wasn't always that way. And I've noticed so much more positivity and opportunity that has come into my life after kind of 
having a change in a switch in mindset. And I, I'm wishing that for every single one of you listening here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard today, um, do us a favor, screenshot the episode, share it on social, Facebook or Instagram at Owning Your Authenticity. Share it with a friend, um, tag us. And also you guys can always visit our website, owningyourauthenticity.com. If you want to submit any questions or things you want to talk about or want to hear me talk about, um, or if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, let us know through there. We'd love to have you. As always, I'm wishing everyone an amazing day and I look forward to connecting with you next week. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you.